my buffalo dick. It's not it's, his dick. So it's like stretched out and like hardened. It's really. <laughs> This card's gonna spike. It fits into almost every EDH deck. God, that sucks. <laughs> I had the most trouble with that. Anyways, all through my collection, inside my home, I have about as much as I can possibly hold. I got that Mirage Mirror in my pocket. Got that Commander Smith beat. Something's happening to my nethers when the price drops. Woo! Yeah, do you know the song? I screwed I, it up again, completely. I, I have it in my head, but uh, this happens to me a lot. Apparently, it's like I know the song, but I don't know the name. So or... your 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 son is too young, but I watch Trolls about three times a day with the oh. boys. So it's Justin Timberlake. Best, with, the channel, yeah, yeah. The I got this. I, I got, got this, this feeling, feeling in yeah. my soul. Got oh, this the... feeling is what it's called. Yeah. yeah. So I was just like, well, that wasn't my original song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like how I was like in the middle. I was like, God oh, damn it. I screwed it up. We're <laughs> 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 not retaking that. I got to get your natural reaction with it. Uh, yeah. So that really sucked. But that wasn't the original song no, I was going to do. No, you did an do. amazing job. Don't worry yeah. about it. My original song was going to be, this is America. <laughs> but it was going to be, this is Commander Smith. And then that's as far as I'd get. I'm like, <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> that would have been tough. Yeah. And we're not political. We yeah. are apolitical here. So, uh, welcome to Commander Smiths. This is episode seventeen. I'm Lowry Smith, and I am Adam Smith. And we went out of order. <laughs> we did, but we are cousins. That's right. We're, we we are. are cousins, and not out of order on that one. <laughs> Adam's older. I'm than first. Me. You're yep. second. But we went out. Yeah. Anyways, I mean, technically, you're third and i'm fourth yeah i guess the cousins but, but out, out of us talking right now sure yeah <laughs> i mean if you're gonna be picky i just want to knock you down two pegs uh so you can catch us on twitter follow us on twitter uh at commander smiths and then you can email us at commander smiths at gmail.com or check out youtube we actually just shot another video tonight it won't be up by the time this podcast comes out because battle this is bond easier. battle bond battle no dueling boxes dueling boxes and that was round three and this one was pretty sweet. I well, yeah. There's a pretty sweet interaction with one of the cards. Remember the card that we uh, both drew at the same freaking time? Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, and we we're just like, oh, what? It was, it was both our best card. <laughs> the weird thing about this was the boxes were very similar. Very similar. And yeah. also, if you haven't watched the video or any videos on people opening, um, there the packs are different. How they have the packs situated? Yeah, like the the packs are like looser around the cards, and then the uh, uh, arrangement of the cards in the pack are different. Um, yeah, it's it, instead of you going through the commons, uncommons, and then you get to your rare or whatever foil. And it's just it token, starts with your token land, rare. Yeah, and or foil or foil and pops yeah. in there. When sometimes there's some cool foil rares that sure. pop in there i don't uh, yeah um I, I don't know if i like it as much i mean it's no. the commons are time wasting i yeah. understand that either way but like i generally see what i want to get but once i hit the rare right away it's kind of like i don't care about the rest of anything exactly it's like why even have the other cards in the pack kind of thing because we it was weird because you got your i like having those crap you go through in the beginning and then you're like okay it's getting a little better we get our uncommons and then yeah. you get to your rare and then sometimes there's a foil right after that you know and so so it was you'll just have to check out the video yeah um if you want to see the domination the domination the, i wouldn't say it was a domination no, by either one of us it was pretty damn close we'll just say this both boxes were pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. We both really actually enjoyed the boxes, yeah. unlike the last two for myself. I like. I enjoyed like, the last two. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> anyway, so this week, what are we going to talk about, Larry? Uh, we, we plan on talking about our experience on... We played Sealed uh, Battle Bond uh, Two-Headed Giant at Which a card store on Friday night. The first time we've done that. I mean, besides yeah. the Commander Battle Bond... Not Battle Bond. Com uh, Two-Headed Giant. Two... We've done that. We've done it wrong, and then I've played it at one or two other times, and I think I did it, I did it right because then we played it, yeah. and it was right there. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, we'll get to that in a second, but then in segment two, we're going to talk about the dark. We're going to kind of go through some cards that we we're kind of doing specifically this, like we should call this segment something what do we you don't think? have it we don't have a name we for don't it have it. Uh. uh the set in review for cards that you should buy 
Yes, I got it. <laughs> is that like an encyclopedia name? <laughs> like, there was a period after each word I said there. <laughs> the set that you should we can, uh... buy with cards and stuff and things. Anyway, so we're going through cards that pretty much are under five bucks. Like underappreciated gems within the set. That can be of. used in EDH that are pretty dang good. Uh, so we're could gonna, be good. Could be good. And could go up in value because, yep. you know, they're, they so should be used more. it's kind of a, a little bit of a speculation segment. Yeah. Kinda not. But it, we're starting kind of older with the, you know, because that set, you know, not, not all the new commander players necessarily play or even know about the older stuff, you know? That's yeah. kind of why it's they really don't get played. It's really time-consuming to dig through older sets. Yeah. So, so uh, we're going to we'll do it for you. Yeah, exactly. We're going to break down the ones that we think you should buy that are under five bucks. So yeah. that'll be segment two. And then, of course, we've... Smith's Max of the Week! You didn't let me say I wanted to finish it oh, off. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can. We finish off with... Go ahead, Larry. No, I already did it. <laughs> Cut it into the Cut spot it. and we'll be fine. You're all about me cutting and doing all that stuff. And then when I go through <laughs> it, I'm like, I'm not cutting that. I'm just leaving it the way it is. Uh, but yeah, Smith's X of the Week. We will finish off with that. And that'll be our, our, our week in review. That's, Anyways. That's... Let's start off with Battle Bond. Battle Bond! <laughs> I wish you could see. Larry just flexed like Hulk Hulk no, smash. It's like He Man like <laughs> and Skeletor like we're yelling at each other. Uh so we did uh the Battle Bond seal. We each had six packs apiece. And this was at um, one of my neighbor's friend's store, which is uh Phoenix Games in Osseo, Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, and- had a pretty good turnout. We could have had a little bit more, but it was that was a good group. They're they're just kind of a brand new location. Yeah, so, so he's like, trying to trying to get a community going, and yeah. I, I thought it was a lot of fun. The yeah. the owners were pretty cool. Um, so the Smith, the Commander Smiths were a team. Yeah. And how did we do? I do. I don't want to really talk about that at the beginning. <laughs> well, so the thing is, is we went one and two, <laughs> but the games we lost, one of us was monofucked your 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 mana screwed or color screwed or i mean uh, we'll we'll talk about it but like i think you learn a lot we've never played two out of giant and i think we learned a lot well yeah after we finished the game as we sat down we're like okay what could we have done different and i think how we built our deck well let's first start off let's let's talk about what happened so so we each open up six packs um lowry pulled crap again like <laughs> i just can't open up anything up until this box i've just been drawing yeah i pulled crap. about 30 dollars worth of cards because i got a foil vigor and then you or missed or missed a confluence yeah yeah it was awesome and you got a diabolic, diabolic intent yeah so so it was a it was a pretty good my my or, best card was like corvath's Fury. Well, actually, the best card was the Zender split. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh I, man, I did. I get. This I did get awesome. the coin flipping. Uh, coming or like legends, and they were pretty awesome. Yeah. So the the interaction with the stuff, it was really cool because of like you could help your. We made it so that we had each one. Like if you had the partners, yeah, Lowry would have the other side of it. So we were helping each other get the other one. So it made more sense because I could cast what happened almost every single time is Lowry would play his down or I would play mine down like Zender split go and get go it. get it and I was able to cast or Lowry was able to cast the other one so and you so got both have them of them both out right at the away. same time it was pretty cool yeah so and then you just start flipping coins but we played uh, what did you play what colors here uh, so I played red green ramp ish and I uh, was blue black counter kill creature control ish yeah uh, and so we, we it was a good idea <laughs> yeah i think i think one of the things that we learned right there off the bat was um i i thought we would have more time with 30 life but it's and, it and it's a lot quick faster format than i anticipated yeah the games um, took a long time but it was faster like your life was gone pretty damn quick. <laughs> yeah yeah we were we were playing way too defensively yeah well right off the bat so, so. what we kind of what the problem was is each the the two games we lost one of us was monoscrewed the other one was monoscrewed the next the next yeah, time it so happened the, so well, okay the well, first game let's I was kind of wanted to, I kind of wanted to talk about like just distribution of cards and how okay. kind of hard that was like yeah. that took us a full oh, yeah. hour to we just were be up like, to the buzzer of when we had to be done it's making like what our are decks. we doing how are we cutting because there was just so many cards to choose from yeah and like how are you going to make this efficient and we didn't but (laughs) (laughs) um it was kind of just like how do we like it it really did take forever it was like okay how can i help you here and it just wasn't 
Well, and that was the hard part is I'd be like, okay, Lyra, what do you think about what I cut here? And you're like, ah, yeah, maybe cut that. But he was still working on his deck. So it was like, it was kind of hard for him to focus on mine and me to focus on his because we both just came up to the timer on that. Yeah. And, and so that was, I think that was an interesting thing to learn from because it wasn't quite like a normal sealed pool at like a pre-release party yeah. or anything. But, and that's what we're used to. We've yeah. done those quite a and bit. And I think we learned that it, we should have it maybe a little bit closer to, to a that. sealed pool. Yep. Like, treat it more like that rather than something that as expansive or huge. Yeah. Um, so, so, the first game... Um, we were playing against uh, white-blue and white-red deck. Yep. And I got mono-screwed with... Oh, everybody actually did mulligan except for one person, I think. Yeah, I mulligan. And then I, I had to go down one card but then i was like okay i got i got two black land or no it was two, two blue, blue land. land i was like all right that's fine i and can work with that draw i didn't black draw black land <laughs> forever if i you got like did. four blue land but all my cards were kill stuff and they were yeah, all black. it was like assassinate and stuff and you just couldn't play anything, I, couldn't do anything. The, I think the instant you drew a black land the the turn before they played seaborn muse yep oh yeah that <laughs> was so, our killer so i was like well assassinate doesn't work yep, anymore that's like exactly at all. right and then the the turn because then I had that demon thing the two plus two or two plus two flying turn it into a demon mm-hmm. and we were gonna wipe all their creatures and then they're like okay we're gonna put one one counters on all our creatures and I'm like well we're we're fucked <laughs> now, yeah now we're done <laughs> well actually at that point they killed us because then they gave them all trample and it was they, super quick yeah we and were, then we we played a friendly match and then like time expired but we were it, that was a much more competitive oh, game so that's when we got the zender split thing going um lowry got you got zender split out no no I'm you the have zender split. The, i have the, the cyclops yeah so but lowry got what was it six i got six flips in a row yeah on my side and that was <laughs> it was huge it was crazy was like can you stop like a 400 400 yeah it was insane and i was like we had that i i think we would have won that game because i had enough removal you, and all you that drew stuff six cards yeah. <laughs> it was... because that was one of those times because we were playing you know i was red green i'd play the uh cyclops legend that went and got adam the zender split uh harmonic Kulis, and, and then he just split. <laughs> and then he just plays his right off the bat and then we're just flipping tons of coins yeah and uh, that that was pretty sweet. It was pretty cool. I, I was surprised how many times it, you got. And Lowry Lowry got all these flips, and then every time I did my flip, I never got it. <laughs> like it was just like, all right, I'm doing the same thing because we had to we rolled the dice so it go quicker instead of we did odd and even. And Lowry called it even, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll call even too. And then I roll it <laughs> odd, and then every turn odd, odd. I'm like, maybe I should change it. No, no, I got to stick with it. Odd. I was like, god damn it, you're an awful like roller. <laughs> I don't know how, but don't go to Vegas. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So then uh, round two, we played my neighbor and actually, his son, actually. Yeah, and that and the game took a full hour. Like, yep. We came up long. to the, the time limit of your turns, five turns left. Yeah. Um, but that went crazy, too, because we had pretty good control that whole game. Yeah. Not whole game. I wasn't we worried were, about it. But the part that got worrisome really is Lowry flipped nine times in a row. No, no, no. It was seven times in a row, and then you drew, and then you did one. No, so you drew I eight. drew ten total. I thought you had nine in a row. I well, that was the second time though. We we did it six times, and then you won one. Yeah. So you drew seven, and then the oh, next yeah, turn, yeah, I, then I won nine, nine times in a row, row, and then you won another one. So I got ten. So <laughs> I, I like leaned over to Lowry. I was like we can't do this anymore because it doesn't say you may i must and we're playing a 40 card deck this is gonna kill me so it actually went down to you had no cards in hand i had to use uh diabolic intent to To kill it so i didn't flip because i would have probably freaking died and then i searched for the one card that i had left drew it and then we ended up winning we rolled them with 25 attacking you you played zender splits uh doubling one of our creatures and they had to bounce their creatures yeah. and then we had we they were at like eight but we ended up having like 20 points of damage we could attack with at the end of there that was it was so. that was pretty sweet i liked it but man when you got that 10 in a row it was like oh man i hope no one knows what's going because they actually figured it out they actually made yeah. me draw two so cards. they had you draw two, yeah you drew two cards two life then you diabolic intended and that was the last card yep. in your library oh man that was just, oh, but that was fun. That was a good game. And then we get into the third match. 
And I got mana and color screwed. Yeah, he just drew only red. You didn't draw a color until after the game was over. Yeah, I was I I was, I think I started with two mountains in my hand and then we went I discarded like four cards. Yeah. Until I started drawing a couple land. I ended up at the end of the game I had five red and I had played no cards the the cool thing the only cool thing out of that match is you were able to help me like with assist assist, which, assist was really nice in that regard because he wasn't going to cast anything anyway so he's just like all right here you go so anyways we lost to that because then they also had hexproof stuff so i couldn't touch that yeah so that really hurt the the removal base yeah. Because so, they were, yeah. What what did what did we learn? What did we we discuss after the match? I well, think we kind of like we said earlier is with the color and mana screw, it ends up making the game like two on one. Yeah, and that's a big deal. Like you need to make sure that if if anybody stumbles, basically the game's gonna end up getting pretty lopsided. I feel. Yeah, and one thing we thought was maybe we go mono color, but I think that just that limits you to I what you can do. I think two color is fine. Yeah, I think what we needed to do different, although it was monoscrewed, that's the part that's frustrating. Yeah. Um, but like you said earlier, we needed to build more like we build for pre-release where you're a creature heavy and quite a few spot removals and whatever. And we had one person doing their certain thing and then me doing my certain thing, whereas if we were both balanced it wouldn't have been as dramatic when one of us wasn't working as well. You know what I'm saying? Possibly. Yeah. I, I mean, it might've been still screwed with being <laughs> screwed for yeah, color and I stuff, think, but I think assist really helped. Like it assist as a mechanic in two headed giant works really well when somebody gets screwed, but it, I don't think it helps enough to like balance it out. Yeah. Like it was just, it was brutal when basically one person wasn't playing. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I didn't. I had, I don't know. I think there was less than ten creatures in my deck, and then you weren't you weren't doing anything. Yeah, so that, there was no. <laughs> they were just like, well, I'm gonna attack. attack and we're and like, well, uh-huh. you get through. Yeah. <laughs> and then when it was the other way around, when Lowry was playing creatures and I wasn't able to kill anything or play anything, it was just like, well, you're outnumbered. Like there was nothing you could do. Yeah. So, so that that was a big thing. Like, um, like we had said before, thirty life just isn't that much compared to 20 like you would think that the games the games do last longer but it's it's pretty valuable it can go away pretty quick Mm -hmm. yeah um but overall had a good time i think i think we had i kind of want want to do it again i mean i kind of want to do it again with battle bond you know that because i like the assist stuff i like how stuff like making your partner draw a card you know just all the stuff that works together it's it's so together. I think it's a really well done set. Yeah. I think it was a lot of fun. And I think uh I think a lot of people if you haven't tried it, I'd say I'd highly suggest it. And the cards are pretty high value uh compared when you're compared to other sets. Like we were saying, we opened the box here and we we were both very happy with the yeah. box opening. This is one of the best boxes for a price of what we paid for it and everything out of anything that we've opened really. Yeah. To be double up or Adam, almost Adam double got up. as much value in his battle bond deck as i did in my master's 25 deck. <laughs> to whereas we paid double for the master's 25 well now you're spoiling what happened i did a little bit <laughs> cut this and yeah. then we'll be fine <laughs> that doesn't mean that i won necessarily because uh i could have tripled yeah exactly my master's 25 box <laughs> then you very wouldn't, possible you wouldn't use you as an example <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk about the person that uh, did less and be <laughs> underwhelming instead of going with. <laughs> You're on to me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, overall, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, I think we're going to do that again. That was a good time. Yeah, it was really cool. So, so. Uh, let's move on to segment two, the dark. How about we just call it segment two and make sure that it's always segment two when we do this kind of thing <laughs> so i can label it that yeah. people that have never listened to the podcast like what the hell is segment two why did battle bond discussion segment two smith Spice. <laughs> what's wrong with that is that like number two i don't know that was stupid all right <laughs> poop uh, jokes that's what we're at again <laughs> so why don't true. we you larry start us off with our first card so uh one card that i really like um is ashes to ashes which is from the dark uh sorcery uh one colorless and two black and what it does is you target two creatures 
I believe they're non-black. Uh, two creatures, non-artifacts. Non-artifacts. You pay five life, and you exile those creatures. Yeah. That's uh, pretty good value for three mana. You're to exiling, remove. which doesn't black doesn't do a whole ton of. And so um, I think it's pretty great value. And, and in Commander, five life isn't that much. Yeah. It's... Um, it's just as good as like, chump you know, change right there. Uh, like a Sylvan Library draw, I'd, I'd almost rather be to doing get around that. indestructibility and all that. You know, this is that's pretty good, and it's two creatures, like you said. Yeah, it's and it's pretty, two creatures, pretty badass. So I, I would suggest it's it's a pretty dang good. Thirty card. cents. Thirty cents. Go for it. It, and it has been reprinted a bit, and but I would buy the, the, uh, the if you're trying to debate between twenty five cents from seventh edition or the dark at thirty three. Yeah. Go with the dark. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, the next one. It, oh man, how do you say this? Let me try it. All right, let's see. Whipper will. Whipper. Yeah, Whipper will. Whipper will. All right. This is one, and it's a one-one. I don't understand why it's not flying. It's a bird. <laughs> it's a, no. It's a whipper will. It's a whipper. It's flying in this picture. It's above the trees. Why? Is I think this? it's hanging out on a branch. <laughs> it's a. It's a. And its wings are spread out so you couldn't see it. <laughs> That's how it's mating call. It's like <laughs> whipper will, whipper will. That's it's all right. That's dang close. I'm a, I'm turned on. I don't know what you. Do. <laughs> did you, oh going back to something? Did you catch that in my song about how I was getting? Uh, what did I say? Something in my nethers. I, no, I missed that. Oh, yeah. Anyways, never mind. Listen to the song again when you listen to podcasts. It's uh, I talk about how I get excited. Anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's late. We we did the battle bond boxes. I freaking had soccer earlier today. I'm just, I'm exhausted. Uh, two green and tap it until end of turn. Target creature may not regenerate. And damage done to that creature may not be prevented or redirected. If a target, if that target creature is goes to the graveyard, remove it from the game. So it can basically get rid of something that's dying, going to the graveyard, and it gets rid of regenerate. Although we don't see a lot of that with uh, cards as much anymore. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I was thinking, like I really like this card as a hate card. It's not necessarily graveyard hate. Uh, but like if somebody's kind of going infinite with uh, Kitchen Finks or uh, Murderous Red Cap, you can actually like as it's dying, you kind of target it and it just gets removed. So the combo kind of fizzles there. Still doesn't make sense. Why does it not have flying? What the hell? It's there's a goddamn so bird. There's so much text on this. They couldn't add flying, <laughs> yeah, or else it'd be like way. Yeah, too if much. you could scroll up, there's probably flying up there. Yes. <laughs> Uh, all right, so then we move on to our next card. I believe that's on you, Lowry. Barrel's Cage, right? Barrel's? Barrel's? Barrel's. Barrel's Cage. Uh, four mana artifact. You can tap three, and target creature does not untap as normal during its controller's next untap step. It's nice as you can actually do this multiple times true yeah so you can pay three and so if somebody's attacking you just three 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 yeah and you just pay like 12 mana tap down four creatures <laughs> that they that stay, stay tapped. tapped which they is don't, pretty it nice doesn't tap it. I that wish would it be the it. nice thing if you could actually tap it that would be uh that much better um but yeah that's a pretty decent card i i don't have this and i haven't seen it played but i might pick up a copy because it's oh by the way the other card that we were that damn bird that doesn't freaking fly. Uh, Thirty-five cents. So mad at it. This one's at probably you could probably get it for fifty cents. So it's it's still a pretty damn cheap card. Uh, next one is this is kind of interesting. I remember this card back in the day. Uh, Tavadas Tavardars Crusade. Oh, dang it! Sorry, I wasn't even close. One colorless, two blue, or two blue. <laughs> it's a white card. It's one colorless and two blue. You know, it's that. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's a white card. <laughs> well, it's like that, uh, what is that, Jin or the Ifrit that has uh, the blue casting in it, and it's a green card or whatever. You know, oh, green the, border with blue Yeah, where it's a cost? blue yeah. casting cost. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's an I old school know. card. But um, 
This is one in two white sorcery. All <laughs> goblins are destroyed. So it's uh, so if you hate that Cranko player, yeah, <laughs> is that just, a hint? Just to have Mike? it in there and be like, <laughs> boop. It is very specific. So I mean, it, it, but this one's about sixty. Ba- cents. Basically, bring it in for hate against anybody that's like, I'm gonna play my goblin deck. Okay, like, I'm gonna play bring my it. dork. <laughs> <laughs> bring it, dork. <laughs> Uh, next next one that we want to mention is uh, Skull of Orm, which is an artifact for three colorless, and then you can pay five, tap it, bring one enchantment card from your uh, graveyard to your hand. I actually, this is a pretty decent card. Being able to bring enchantments back, I actually really like that. The, and the, it's the five is it's a, a little tough, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it better be like a cheap enchantment. I would think this would be more of a. a an enchantment based deck you would have this more in there but yeah this is it's interesting um it'd be again it'd be nice if you didn't tap it but still five <laughs> you're not going to do five it more than once this is, turn. it's it's potential card draw in if you're like a mono white enchantment style deck yeah i, I think this is going to be all right in that and this one 60 70 cents so it's another cheap card the next one i think is my probably my favorite out of this totally whole great. thing uh it's gaia's touch and it's two green and it's an enchantment uh you may put one additional land into play during each of your turns, but that land must be a basic forest. So you're mainly going to be playing this in green. Mono green. Yeah. Uh, you may sacrifice Gaze Touch at any time to add two green to your mono pool, play this ability as an interrupt. Uh, so, yeah, this is you pay the two. You can sack the two right there. Sack it if you wanted to get your two back, but you're yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> play your extra I, I land and then this, sack it. a couple it. <laughs> extra land, do it. But, you know, save that for when you need it later down on the road. But also it's giving you a chance to play another forest each of your turns. If you're playing a mono green, even if you're playing a two-color card or deck and you have enough and If If you play a lot of ba- uh, basics, yeah. that's uh, probably well worth it. Yeah. And just, again, ramping. So if you go turn two uh guys touch with another forest puts you to three and then the next turn you go land land sacrifice it you're at seven mana on Uh, turn three yeah so yeah it's a nice that that could be potentially really fast kind of like a omnaths being able to save it in your mana pool in a way kind of sort of we're gonna move on to the next yeah we're we're working real hard (laughs) at making these playable sometimes but no guys touch i've actually played in mono green yes I have that so, as well. Uh, 75 cents for that bad boy. Uh, next one that we want to talk about uh, is Ragman. It is a uh, 2-1, 2 colorless, 2 black uh, creature. You can pay 3 black mana and tap it. Look at an opponent's hand. If opponent has any creature cards in hand, he or she discards one of them at random. Uh, it can be only used during your turn. And so... Uh, if you have, I think if you have a discard style deck, I think this would work. Yeah, in it, that it's nice that you can keep. Well, it's at random. Random, you don't get to choose it, but random can be brutal as well. Yeah. And, <laughs> we're we're it, talking it ourselves out of it. Let's keep this at segment two. <laughs> yeah, segment, which stands for these are shitty cards. <laughs> we're trying. <laughs> This has been reprinted as a, it's a rare in like 7th edition, I believe, or 8th edition. I think we are going to keep this as segment two, because it just stands for shit. Because we're really trying on getting these. Because we're going under $5, pretty much. Because uh, a lot of the dark is actually, the good ones have spiked already. You know, people yeah. are targeting the dark. And that we started here, because if you go further forward, you know, you got Legends and Arabian Nights. Those all are freaking... Yeah, we can't we can't talk about anything. <laughs> yeah, it's like, We'd be talking about... Oh, uh, uh, like, go get a basic... F- Nope, bird, they didn't. It, I don't like even think they had. Maiden. Yeah, <laughs> you can't even talk about like a basic moss mountain. monster. Moss monster. Oh my god! You remember that one? I no. loved that one. It's a three it's... six. I don't remember how much it cost, but Arabian, it's green. If we want to talk about Arabian Night Mountain, that's like one hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> like it's pointless to talk about these. So we're starting at the dark, and we're going to move yeah. forward. So <laughs> I hope you guys look forward to Homelands and Fallen Empires <laughs> coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> or just skip that episode. We might we can call those both segment two as well. <laughs> segment, I think we're gonna call it segment two. Oh man. Oh well, Fallen Empires. You could get two cards in there, and that's about it. That's the only thing in it. 
We've already talked about it. Yeah, them. I know we did. <laughs> All right. Next, over next card is, is Witch Hunter. It is two colors, two white. Tap Witch Hunter does one damage to target player. Tap three, or let me rephrase that. One colorless, two white. Tap it. Return target creature opponent's controls from play to owner's hand. Enchantments on that creature are, destor- are destroyed. So it's a bounce, basically, is what this card does. And yeah, it, white bounce isn't a bad thing. This was reprinted in Chronicles, um, but again, by the dark, uh, that that has the potential at least to go up a little bit more. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a, a, an honorable mention because we talked about it when we went by it, but. Monoclash is another one just only because of the coin flip craze right now. And I'm saying it is craze because all the stuff that I have bought or the, the specs that I've talked about, they're all selling like crazy right now. So if you wanted to get the Monoclash Dark, which is the original one, I would go for this one. Um, maybe buy a couple of these because they're under a buck or around a dollar right now so if you wanted to get that but that wasn't part of our original list but yeah, i'm just saying just this is going to be now. really close because or not close you're Can gonna I have just to sell this cards pretty... that i thought were good too <laughs> no i'm not discussing it with you i'm saying that like if somebody's <laughs> listening to this uh, this podcast like months down the road this is probably gonna be a shit card because it's, it's only gonna go for you know it's gonna for go now yeah and then yeah. when the craze is done it's done so if you wanted to jump in on it go for it anyways next card so the next one that me and adam discussed before this that we agreed that we would talk about <laughs> segment two <laughs> is safe safe haven it's a, a land uh, you can tap to tap it remove target creature you control from the game this ability is played as an interrupt during your upkeep sacrifice safe haven to return all creatures it has removed from the game directly into play treat uh, this as if uh, they were just summoned so why the heck would we want to do this? Yeah, I'm like listening to you talk about <laughs> it, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, it doesn't give you the option. You have to sacrifice at the beginning of your upkeep, don't you? That's what I'm reading. We need to edit this damn thing out. <laughs> it's just stupid. It's like we didn't go through this list at all. <laughs> we did this like a month ago. Yeah. This we was, keep on putting it on. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> this might be the last time we do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is not a good card. Remove our energy control from the game. This ability is played to interrupt during your upkeep sacrifice. So it's just. So here's my question. Let's discuss this card really quick. If if you don't do that, you bring this card out into play, and you don't do that ability, you sacrifice it at the beginning of your upkeep next turn, don't you? Or does that ability have to happen? You know what I'm saying? Remove target creature. Does no, that have like to happen? De- delayed effect. Because otherwise, this is shit. This is, why is it even over a dollar right now? Uh, so what what you could be doing with it is... Uh, I'm going to go on Gatherer really quick. <laughs> that's you what I'm di- doing right now. You discuss what you think. So the the way that I can... The crappy thing is, is this doesn't tap for land, so that makes it really bad. But you can save a creature from mass removal or removal of some type that you want to have around. So that's about the only thing I can think of. Yeah, but if you have to sacrifice... At the beginning it, of your upkeep, you may sacrifice Safe Haven. Oh, okay. So it, they so changed they the wording. It. Okay. Yeah. All right. If you do... Okay. Uh, okay. This one's better. Our segment is saved. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray! So actually what... Uh, um, that was the thought ahead of this card is why I originally put it on the list. I was like, your, your guy's dying. You just throw him in the safe haven, and then eventually you sacrifice it, and uh, you get them all back. We but... might lo- lose some listeners this time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, the, the card that I would actually use this with is uh, it's just, like, a different version for, like, Yasova, uh, which is, like, you can pay two red or blue and a colorless to steal a creature mm-hmm. so like a steel creature from oh, your opponent's yeah. deck and then you could just sack it hide or it away kill it. yeah you're, you're essentially killing it for two or like three mana yeah two because safe haven doesn't tap for mana god that's awful yeah well um, it's not i mean th- that was the reason why i put it in but then when you were reading the card and i'm looking at it and i'm like it's it's making you sacrifice <laughs> this is the stupidest card i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to say that I originally looked at it and it was on Gatherer, and that's how I figured out to put that on the list. <laughs> yeah, no, that was, I mean, that was uh, a good idea. You so, should have probably known that that was going to 
Jeez. All right. Oh man, I don't want to read this one. Okay, so our next one is Dance of Many. I can, I can do this one. Well, a we lot can. Of words. Well, this one, it's just making the clone, right? It's tap two. You make a clone, but each upkeep, you have to tap two to keep it alive, yeah. right? That's what it yep. is. So tap two, it's an enchantment. You clone something that's in place. So it's a lot cheaper than any clone that's out there. The only thing it has is at the beginning of your upkeep, you have to pay two, otherwise it dies. So that's pretty good. And, and it's the clone a cheap is ass a clone. Token. Yeah. So there is an enchantment and a token. The token is a copy of whatever you want. And then, yeah. So, and if the token dies, the enchantment goes away. If the enchantment dies, the token, token goes, goes away. away. Um, but yeah. There's a lot of words for it's clone for two blue. It's a crap what ton of words if you look. And it's a bunch of damn seahorses. So, like, Whippoorwill could have had flying in its text because they made Dance of the Many so yeah, small. Yeah, exactly. What were they thinking? Yeah. Whippoorwill definitely should have had flying. And these damn seahorses have wings, although it's underwater. So that's probably what's going on there. I don't know if they're there. seahorses. <laughs> those, those look like seahorses. Why did my voice get so high-pitched there? You're excited. Well, we're having toast. <laughs> Will you go back to the toast? <laughs> Because I knew you got excited about toast. It's I did like, not get excited about last having toast. week. You got excited about toast. That's because I didn't want to puke. And by the way, didn't puke. Knock on wood. Congrats. Yeah. I didn't get sick, <laughs> and we didn't get grounded. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> you're, you're. Well, that was a bubble in my throat. <laughs> you're still here. Is what that. I am <clears> still here. I apologize to my wife the first instant I got. But isn't she like an episode behind? So she, she wouldn't have known for a couple. Behind. She She's wouldn't like, have caught it for think, a couple of weeks. Our wives have fallen off. <laughs> they used to listen. They and, were very supportive for about. <laughs> four episodes yeah and now they're like uh i don't it could have been more but yeah i i apologized right away because i don't think what i said was right and i knew that i was uh, <laughs> it was not right i did not like it i felt pretty bad for a while so right off the bat when i was Aww, able to talk with her i apologized and that's uh that's well that's what did she you should do you? yeah <laughs> she did she wasn't mad yeah i don't remember what all was said anymore I'm just yeah like... i don't i blank it all out <laughs> just about i i remember about two percent of this podcast that's why it's a surprise to me every time i listen to it like oh it's day. like listening to a brand new like somebody else's podcast oh <laughs> it's like good it's like uh our next card <laughs> amnesia <laughs> shit yeah <laughs> so okay uh it's a sorcery um from the dark <laughs> three colorless and three blue uh look at target player's hand uh target player discards all non-land cards in his or her hand so if you looked at their hand <laughs> there was no point because they're discarding everything that's i think it land. just wants to make sure, sure that they're discard. discarding it yeah they should just discard the yeah, entire they should hand. just show their hand and be like here's the land so cards. this is kind of crazy for like in mono blue and it's very blue with three blue yeah mana. but discarding blue. their whole hand if you know that's but <laughs> that's late game that's six mana for that but yeah it's it's a dollar it, it could 50. yeah it's it's a dollar it's uh it could be really well worth it if you're mono blue. Yeah. I, I would not. Uh, you don't see a lot of discarding their whole hand and not having any other benefit very often, you know? Um, yeah. I'm trying to they, think they off the top of They don't even have a head. lot of, like, target player discards all their hand in black. Yeah. That just doesn't happen much. You Normally pay, it's like, uh, you discard your hand and you draw more cards equal yeah. to blah, 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 we you could, know? I think in black, I mean, black will have, like, two black and X and target player discards that many cards. Yeah. That's more like it, but like six for a blue for blue. Yeah, that's kind of it's interesting. Um, it might be worth a dollar fifty to buy. Uh, next is dust. Much to better dust. than the safe haven. <laughs> <laughs> safe haven in the way I thought it was as you were reading it, because that was really really <laughs> shitty, and I'm glad that turned around. Why is this a dollar? Because we would have just quit right now and just been done with the podcast. <laughs> like honest, I, I, honest you you read it and i just sat there and i didn't know what to say it was from your list i know that's that's on that. my side i was like why did i put this on there it's like i didn't actually read it i guess all right dust to dust one i'm and, having a lot of fun this episode <laughs> one and two white remove two target artifacts from the game that's pretty sweet i mean commander players you have artifacts we have soul rings we have sensei tops we have you know, well, swift even, with even boots. Like you have lightning greaves. Artifact boom, heavy, boom, they're gone. In artifact-heavy decks, you have Darksteel Forge, which makes all artifacts indestructible. And so you can get rid of that and the other best artifact on the table. It doesn't even have to be to just one player. You can split it up to wherever you need to do it. Yeah. It's, uh, you know... 
it's it's quite good for three mana. Yeah, definitely. It'd be nice if it was an instant, but hey, sorcery removing two things from the game. They don't have let's to be Let's just make back. cards. Yeah. Let's, let's make the dark make this better. We're going to make the dark better. <laughs> one white so, instant. So safe haven. Safe haven instant. is now you can tap one colorless. It can be one colorless. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, that'd be yeah, a lot that better. would be all right. <laughs> but instead, I got to play Chromantic Lantern to get any value out of the land. <laughs> hey, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, I know, right? All right. Next on to our artifact. We have two artifacts left here. Um, Not that is our only artifacts, but this is a a, a weird looking sphere. It's a dark sphere. Whoa! Um, scary. So it's zero mana artifact. You can tap it, sacrifice dark sphere to prevent half of the damage done to you by a single source rounded down. So this is if somebody is going Voltron, this would slow them down. Or if they're like infinite mana into a bane fire you can at least prevent half of it yeah or half that damage round it down um two dollars and fifty cents yeah and i and it wasn't printed again was it it's free uh i don't believe so not off the top of my head so i think that's yeah it's a nice little uh and that you know as being an artifact that can go in like white is the the deck that kind of prevents damage but this can go into um you know, other colors yeah. that, that could maybe need it. And then into our other egg, another artifact, Tormod's Crypt. Now, this one's been printed a couple of times, but this, I, I would go for the darks of these. Um, well, actually, yeah, I, I think because Tormod's Crypt does get used yeah. in standard, sometimes in modern, not often in modern, but when they reprint it in standard, this would probably be the version that you would want to go get. Yeah, and I, I like the the art of this one. But anyways, it's Better tap and sacrifice. Uh, re- remove all cards in target player's graveyard from the game. And it's a zero casting cost, so it's pretty damn sweet. And yeah, that's... 250. Uh, I'm actually going to go off script here too. Uh, there's one that I really like that I wanted to add in. Uh, it is called Bone Flute. Bone <laughs> It's a three mana artifact. That's a terrible, <laughs> terrible card. Three mana artifact. That, of course, uh, you went for the bone flute. <laughs> is, there, is there really bone flute on here? I'm pretty sure. I remember. I think I know what the picture you're talking about. You did you just? Yeah, there is a bone flute. It's a three mana artifact. Tap two. Tap it. All creatures get minus one minus. So it basically makes all of your creatures flaccid. So yeah, it's, a, it's a stupid card. <laughs> it's an awesome name though, though. It's in the shape. Well, you know what it looks it's like. It's a bone okay. flute. What else do you want it to be? Well, uh, I was about to go into my my grandpa, uh, not your grandpa, my on my mom's side. Okay, he has a buffalo dick cane. (laughs) (laughs) This looks like a buffalo dick cane, and he always would go around to restaurants with his cane and be like, "You want to touch my dick?" Just to like the waitresses. My grandpa's like, You're lucky your grandpa wasn't uh, famous. Yeah. Be in the Me Too movement. Yeah. Wanna touch my dick? Wanna touch my buffalo dick. It's not his dick. So it's like stretched out and like hardened. It's really freaking. I'm not sure if I want to know about that. (laughs) Well, you know what it looks like? The bone flute. So if you want to know what a buffalo penis cane dick looks (laughs) like. Instead of just instead of Googling, you can just go to look at what the bone flute looks like. Bone flute. And then you got it pretty much what it is blue waffle all right oh gross why did you <laughs> i thought we were looking things up yeah uh, two girls one cup no did we just go back to like 2007 i don't remember when i hope they was. took all of this down the, uh... <laughs> all right we're moving into smith specs of the week you start um, off okay so the first one that uh i want to talk about is defiant bloodlord uh essentially my specs this week are going to be based off of Regina and Crav, the the black and white partner commanders from Babylon. Pissed on commanders. Yeah, and so I was, you know, the ones that I think that are really powerful in that deck that can kind of work. So there's Defiant Bloodlord, which is a vampire, four five flyer. It's five colorless, two black. Whenever you gain life, uh, an opponent loses that much life, and so very similar to is it sanguine bond sanguine bond, which is an enchantment for three colorless and two black. Whenever you gain life, target opponent loses life. And so I would suggest the foils for each. There's a couple cool, uh, you got uh, some different foil, different art you could get with these. And they're all, they're all under a buck, which is yeah, pretty they're, nice. They're cheap. I think they're, and but they are just 
powerful in my mind yeah with crab crab you can uh pay a black sacrifice x amount of creatures then you gain x amount of life and draw x amount of cards yeah and not only with crab it's a vampire so it fits with uh mr edric right there which yeah defiant blood lord fits in vampire decks yeah. and it, I, I think it can go in a bunch of different style of decks, but it's just something that kind of stuck out to me. Man, I might. Cheap. I actually look. I like the art of like, the promo one. Yeah, that one looks pretty sweet, I, and it's cheaper. It's about a buck cheaper than if you got the pre-release FOMO. It, yeah, FOMO. FOMO. <laughs> Fear, Fear missing out. Get it. It's the pre-release FOMO. <laughs> oh, what's happening? I gotta be a part of this. Anyways, next card for me, or my first card, is Atali. I've actually had this one on my list for a while, and then this week I actually pulled the trigger on it, because I'm actually going to put this in my flip coin deck that I'm going to build, the Piston Commander I have. But Atali Primal Storm, and it's from Rivals of Ixalan. Um, this one is, you can get right around 10 bucks or I think I pulled mine for 10 or sub 10, like right around there. Um, but yeah, it's just such a good card for red. Oh, it it gets you a ton of card advantage. Cause you don't, you don't even have to pay the mana cost. The only thing is if you get the land. So basically what it does, I'll tell it really quick. Four colors, two red legendary creatures. So this could be your legendary creature, elder dinosaur but it could be your commander. 6-6, uh, six, six, whenever he attacks, you exile the top card of each player's library, which that includes you, and you can cast those for free, which is pretty amazing. Which Yeah, I mean, it can be random, but you could even set it up. I mean, if it's mono-red, then it's going to be a little tougher to stack the top of your deck, but you know, if you had Sensei's Divining Top, you know, know what, you're, what you're getting. Yeah, that's a good point. So, um, and then attacking multiple times gets you a ton of advantage. You know, I've, bu- I've built with this card at this point. You, <laughs> it's have you actually awesome. built a deck with it? Have Not you've had with it. I have it in uh, my uh, Ramos Dragon Engine deck. Oh, okay. Nice. So it allows me to play other spells. And when we were talking before the podcast, you had mentioned that a lot of the the dinosaurs are kind of starting to get... The, people they're like getting them because they're powerful. Yeah, they are pretty The black sweet. one's impossible to play with yeah. as your commander. Yeah. But because it has to be in your hand, right? Yeah. yeah so that's kind of ridiculous. You have it like die, like play it, die, go to the graveyard, bring it back to your hand <laughs> yeah. somehow. And then you can start getting value off of it. But in your 99, it'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's solid. All right, Larry, your next one. My next one is Sun Droplet. I love this card. I've it, used this so much. And it's great. If you're in a four, so it's a two mana artifact. Uh, whenever you're dealt damage, you put counters on it. So as much damage as you're dealt, like if it's eight, you put eight counters on it during each upkeep. So each opponent plus yours, you get to gain, you remove a counter Counter and and you gain a life. And so you're always gaining life. And let's say there's four people playing. If somebody hits you for eight damage, you gain half of it back by the time you get back to your turn. Exactly. Um, Yeah. I, I'm super surprised because we looked at the EDH rec with this, that only a thousand decks are using this. Like it should be a lot more than that. And EDH. But the thing is, is these are older cards. Sometimes they just, like I said earlier, they, some players don't know about this. This, I mean, they, it has a couple of commander, but uh, the reason why I thought this was really good was because uh, Regina, the white version of the partner, that every time at your end step, if you gain life that turn, you put two 1-1 uh, one, one white warriors into play. Mm-hmm. So you're almost always guaranteed to get those 1-1 one, one warriors if Regina's in play. Oh, yeah. And so if there are four players in You'll you'll have eight by the time. So that's at the end around. of each upkeep. Each upkeep. Oh, that is pretty sweet. That and is so really you can, nice. You can get ahead pretty quick with Sun Droplet on the board. Yeah, and she's sitting around seven bucks and for the, the foil foils. Version. Yeah, the you can get the like others a buck, for a dollar. Yeah. yeah. So um, I either way, I'd I'd go for it, but I, I think with seven the only has one printing of foil, I would probably maybe target the foils because there's yeah. there's three other printings and. They're a buck, so they'd all have to go up pretty quick. Or not quick, but you know what I'm saying. This this will probably jump more than the it others. Would, yeah. So I, I like it. I I like this card in general because I have I have four of those regular, but I might actually go pick up the foils. Um, the next one kind of has to do with kind of what I'm building with my... I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing with my coin flip deck, and this kind of caught my eye. And there was another, uh, another podcast... It was a couple months back had mentioned this one, so I actually had it written down. And then when I was building my deck, I 
kind of struck it again but it's a metallurgic summonings and it's a three colors two blue enchantment whenever you cast an instant or a sorcery spell create an xx colorist construct artifact creature token where x is that spells convert to monocost and then you may tap three and two colorless exile this and return all instant and sorcery cards from your graveyard to your hand activate this ability only if you control six or more artifacts so uh one thing you had mentioned is that this is going yeah this is a standard card and it will be rotating in the fall so so. it may drop but foils don't really take a hit to standard because a lot of standard players don't necessarily play with foils as much as Mm -hmm. commander and I, i just look at it as a general rule if a card's about to rotate i i try and not get a hold of anything for like uh like four or five months out yeah um if it's about to rotate but like Itali, the the Elder Dragon, like that's so far out, it's kind of, it's hard to say. Like it, it could just skyrocket and find a home within that, you know, in the year and a half before it's going to be rotating. I guess, yeah, year and a half at this point. Yeah. There's no point in waiting on that one. But in my mind, with summonings here, it's rotating in the fall. I would wait until rotation. Yeah, um, it's in 4,000, what did I say it was? 4,500. 4,500 EDH deck, so it is used quite a bit for being a new card, and it's about, I can get it for four bucks. I haven't pulled the trigger on buying it, I'm just actually waiting for one of my buy list orders to go through, and then I was going to pick up my playset or whatever of this one. This one's just, I like it a lot, and I've put it in my Rashmi deck. Uh, It goes into any of the decks that I start using, you know, instants and sorceries with it. Because, I mean, that's... Even if you don't do its bottom ability, you don't get the seven, which you typically have a lot of artifacts when you're playing blue and all that stuff. But... Yeah, like I being had, able I, to, I use it in my Talran deck. Being able I to cast that, an instant and then also have your instant or sorcery do its ability, and then you're also getting a creature out yep. of it too, which is yeah. pretty awesome. No, I think this card is fantastic. The, the other thing that I should say about rotation is I think you know you can get this card for four bucks, and I think it'll go beyond that eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just thinking it, yeah, about this is might, where it's going to be. Might the be a longer hold. Um, yeah, but I, 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 the part I was thinking is. I'm trying to figure out if the coin, if there are any other coin flip stuff. I think we've narrowed, got all this, the the stuff that spiked is the ones that are going to spike for coin flipping. But um, sometimes the sub ones, like people that, cards that work with it as well, but aren't as obvious will spike. And that's kind of where I was going with that because people might try to turn those decks. Because you can't, there was such a limited amount of coin flip cards. You got to do something else with them. Yeah. You can't just go these five coin flip things and because it, there's a lot of shitty coin flip cards. <laughs> There's some good ones, but it's only I'm serious like a handful that are actually like really good. So you, you got to have a, a alternate route with that. And most of these people are trying to build commander decks. So um, yeah, Larry, your next one. Um, the next one and my last one goes with Crav like fantastically, but uh, Alhamaret's uh, Archive, which is a five mana artifact, legendary artifact. Um, if you would gain life, you gain twice as much life. And then if you would draw a card beyond your first one, you draw twice as many cards. Yeah, I like this card. So with Crav, you're sacrificing that many creatures. You're gaining that much life. So let's say you sacrifice four creatures. You gain four life. With the Archive out, you gain eight life. You draw four cards. With the Archive out, you draw eight cards. It just basically doubles his ability, mm-hmm. which is already a pretty powerful ability. Yeah, now, so this one's at nine bucks. And regular the f- is a nine dollars. The foils eighteen. Yeah, so um, I think they're both worth buying. Yeah, um, because they have just been going up either way with without Crav, and so Crav, pro- you know, these two might not move the meter or have cards like going ridiculous, but these are already pretty powerful cards. Uh, that can work in a lot of decks. Yeah. No, I like it. I like that card a lot, actually. I I think I have it in my draw deck, and it's in, yeah, 9,000 EDH deck, so this it's is used. a used card. Yep. <laughs> uh, my last spec is kind of weird. This is more of a kind of a discussion General. between Lowry and I and talking about stuff is, uh, and this is going to be expensive, but the um reserve list dual original dual lands revised uh dual lands mm-hmm. specifically because uh we don't have that deep of pockets to be able to buy the other ones 
they have been just on the rise because like we were talking about before the reserve list you know it's been targeted everything's going up uh, everything mm-hmm. that we invested in a year a little less than a year ago has gone oh, skyrocketing yeah a ton more now the dual lands lately have been going up more than anything with the, with all the Which reserve is crazy. List stuff. like when we when we talked about like underground sea and that was back at f- episode two or three yeah just a few episodes episode. ago you know so, well it was beginning it was I 14 mean, episodes ago at this point yeah so that's what four eight twelve three and a half four months ago um underground sea was right around 300 to 400 it's 800 right now it, yeah and so it's crazy to think about when it comes to do you invest in that? Yeah, and that's the hard part because. But here's the the more of what I'm, and this also comes from another podcast. I listen to a bunch of other magic podcasts. I don't. Um, <laughs> and so they brought it up. Uh, well, not brought it up. They were, yeah, they were talking about it. But they, their picks that they've been doing lately have been certain dual lands and all that, like actually going after underground sea thinking it's going to go over a thousand within the next year not even the year or whatever yeah and i'm more focused at this point if you have some extra dough that you want to throw at something go for the ones that are really cheap because even those jumped a hundred dollars in the last three months and you used to be able to get bad lands for 50 bucks 60 bucks now they're 180 160 so like that you you asked me the question though like you don't have an underground seat. Would you go and get it at 800? I'm like, no. Yeah, because you wouldn't. No, you I wasn't going to go after two, three hundred. Yeah. And so it, it just depends on what you're comfortable with. But and they're I, it just they're the only thing. Well, not only thing, but they're so consistently going up. It's oh, yeah. just insane. They're they're the most in demand cards in this game. Yeah, and if you look at the top of the reserve list, you have your power nine, whatever, all that stuff in there. I don't think there is in demand. Yeah, the moxes and all that stuff, but you can't use those in EDH. So other than vintage. Yeah, and That's so the, the, the power nine basically. The next step is what dual lands is the next one down, like the cheapest. Well, I guess I could pull what, it up what as I'm, what are the like, next cheapest cards? Yeah, I mean, are are, most expensive. Most expensive out of the the most the top tier stuff. They're the next ones power down. Nine. Yeah, I mean, at this point, probably. All right, so if we pull up black lotus let's start from our reserve list top and you work your way down you got your moxes and your time walk and then you hit basically yeah underground sea it's at 865 right now i'm not saying necessarily go for underground sea if you have the extra money go for it because this is going to just keep going up um but i'm more focused on the the duels because the duels are equally used in edh like the reason underground C is used more is because of uh what is it um legacy or vintage that it's used in both yeah so that's used more than the other duels whereas the other that's why those other duels are so cheap well edh is a pretty freaking big like we've talked this is their this is their cash cow in a way because the EDH players keep buying these commander sets and keep buying cards, making these cards go up. Um, and I feel like that's what's driving these to go up right now. And it's only a matter of time before you see the crappy ones. I wouldn't say crappy. They're just as good the as under versions. the cheaper cards, but they're just as good as Underground C that are sub 200 that are going to get up to 500 or 800 or a thousand dollars within the next year, two years. Like that's how fast these are going up. It's the biggest, the fastest rise. It's insane. Um, let's see, we got Tundra at 333. So it doesn't look big on the graph, but if you're looking from April was at 226 and now it's at 333. So that's a hundred dollar profit right there. It's, it's blowing my mind right now. So. <laughs> I, it's, I don't know. I, I just, it's just a thought I, I kind of ran a car. I was thinking about today. I was like, I've just sent in a whole bunch of cards to card kingdom. I'm going to have 
150 160 bucks do i just go all right i'm gonna pick up one badlands you know it's like almost guaranteed that i'm gonna make profit off of it i well i mean if you, i think you have that that's that extra cash thing and that's that's probably worth it yeah but so um, that was just kind of i wanted to discuss about it because it pointed was out yeah get your dual lands now everybody <laughs> i mean it does it's i don't going ridiculous I, we don't know who the listeners are or what kind of financing they have but if you had the finance instead of like necessarily this is like a stock market i mean it is how everything up and down it's kind of like it's a little mini stock market so if you had the funds to be able to be like all right for example i'm going to put it into netflix or amazon you know you had to spend a bunch more money to put it in amazon right now but that's going up or whatever. That's kind of the same thing here in a way, not necessarily. Exactly. Yeah. So the the only problem that you end up having is, there there are two problems with this the magic stock market the magic market I guess it would be like if your player base starts going away, which that hasn't. Which I mean, it's only been growing at this point. They've been doing a really good job, even though there's a lot to complain about. But <laughs> they they do a, a general pretty good job of retaining players. Uh, second thing would be is if they just go out of business yeah and the game if if the game dies essentially then the cards I, go away i guess what they're uh i don't In my speculate mind. with that i was gonna say i heard from another podcast i don't remember which one it was but the, they said the closest they came to going out of business was back with homelands so that was the sure they they blamed uh chronicles on that yeah and that's when the reserve list kind of came out because they were trying to People were pissed that they spent a ton of money and then they went out and reprinted cards and everything got super cheap. Yeah. The people got pissed. That's why a reserve list is here is to give protection to cards to not be reprinted. Now I'm curious to see what happened with Battle Bond here and how well this sells because Dominaria kind of blew everything away with the amount of sales and everything they did. Mm-hmm. Um Dom or Dominaria. Battle Bond, the dual lands in my opinion is i feel like a big drive of what how this set could actually sell a lot because those are built for commander they're really good in commander yeah like it's you're most of the time going to be playing against two or more people so um and, and i guess oh so you know we talked about that we were calling them crowd lands or i heard that too or the sure yeah i guess magic specifically wants them called uh bond lands that's weird i know <laughs> james bond <laughs> because the bat- battle lands already used from battle for zendikar yeah. so they can't use those so they bond want bond lands. lands i don't know that doesn't really i know but that's what magic good. wants them to be called yeah they can go suck it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice <laughs> so yeah that was kind of my discussion with larry about it i wanted to put it out there but i mean if you really wanted to invest in something that is going to go up and go up at a consistent yeah. pace over I, I think the next the dual year lands, especially if you don't have it and you got some extra cash I'd, I'd say make sure you get some and to have them when you play commander is fucking awesome it's really great <laughs> it's really great not to get dealt two damage or have a yeah. fetch land come or a, a fetchable land come into play tapped yeah. it it you don't realize the power of them until you actually play with it and then they, they just are that much better do you think another nah uh, the other thing i was thinking is i like the art on all those cards too they're they look nice i don't the, know if it's just the nostalgic lands or <laughs> no no i'm oh, talking about original uh, duels original dual lands i just it might be nostalgic for like when we were kids and it could be well the art is really good uh steven alexander does the art for all of them and he's yeah. a really good artist he's, yeah i love he comes back and forth every once in a while um but yeah so tweet Cool story, cool. Hansel. Yeah, no, great discussion. <laughs> I love it. If well, you get I, the I money, thought, get them. Actually, if not, avoid them. Because I really thought expensive. we were going to run really, really short, and then I'm like, oh, we went over an hour. There we go. <laughs> so yeah, I just, well, I mean, <laughs> apparently we're good at talking. <laughs> we like to hear our own selves talk. No, I think you like to hear me talk, and I like to hear you talk. So oh, your voice is so beautiful, Laura. Yeah, I'd say very attractive. Segment two. Segment two. <laughs> that was pretty we shitty. might try and do another one but <laughs> we'll see we'll see that was a test run and i laughed really hard yeah, there was a, <laughs> i think ha- i think half that segment was just laughing <laughs> instead of actually talking about cards <laughs> uh all right let's do our sign-offs here so you can uh catch us on twitter at commander smiths once again like i said before if i'm gonna put on there tonight that we finished cutting our podcast and finished doing our video and just saying kind of a general when the they're going to be coming out 
So if you follow us on there, you'll get the update and kind of know when that's going to happen. Or you can just yeah. wait when it pops up on your phone or whatever, saying Boop. a new episode. But uh, easy way to know ahead of time. And, and you can you follow us on Twitter. Smiths at gmail.com. Shoot us your song requests. Your... I thought you were going to say something else. What was it going to say? <laughs> I don't know, shoot us your... Load. Your... Uh, your nudes whatever um, no right. no do not do that <laughs> now we're gonna get a bunch i of wanted penis, to be out of trouble penis, this episode and then you pe- went and said that penis shots that's what it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be ball sacks and penises uh and then you can also catch us on youtube uh subscribe to us there like i said the video of us battling battle duels damn it it Dueling boxes. Dueling boxes. Maybe you should have me say it more often. Yeah, you do that. You, and, you've thought about this a lot harder. And like I said, I am going to be doing... We're going to be doing the video of the making the proxies at some point. I haven't stop, forgotten. Stop doing a video tease. Just <laughs> well, no, get it just, done or don't mention I it. I feel bad because I said that I was going to do it, and then I haven't done it. It's just been so freaking busy. I mean, there's been a really large outcry by everybody. <laughs> I know. Email I've gotten... and Twitter. I mean, you probably should get <laughs> on that. You're such a douche. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, anyways, at some point I will have uh, just, that come up. I can't. Yeah, I want to call you drunk. Foot. I want to call you drunk, but we're at the end of the episode. Did so you my beer? It's over here, actually. It's on my side. Got it away from Lowry. It's <laughs> a good beer. I think uh, I don't remember which one it is at this point. Oh no, no, yeah, that is a good beer. We should have it soon. Maybe next Ish. episode. Eh. I'll try to remember to call Maybe you a more drunk. More of a dick, I guess. <laughs> it's not that hard for you to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, guess we'll... who's getting a nude in his email <laughs> <laughs> from you? Just gonna be your butthole. It's gonna be my bone flute. <laughs> I'll show you my buffalo dick. I All right, I that'll do it. That. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Down to the knee. No, I'm like a field mouse. All right. <laughs> well, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, thanks for listening.